Boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of Franchise Buys Games. It is your weekly game news podcast. I am titular protagonist, old franchise, and that right there is the producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. Good evening, fellow gamers. Good evening, fellow gamers. Is this a new tagline? You're just trying to yeah, get I'm a... Yeah, trying, I'm, I'm trying to change it up a bit. You know trying to get a t-shirt slogan. Good evening, fellow <laughs> gamers. <laughs> One slogan will stick. It will stick. <laughs> You just keep throwing shit out the wall until something sticks. <laughs> I hope you're just one of these weeks come just like, and that's producer of the show, Nice Guy Johnny. What's up, fuckos? <laughs> that's the one I want to stick. What's up, fuckos? What's up, fuckos? The, uh, boys and girls, this is your weekly game news podcast. Two men with over 60 combined years in the video game space. Are we video game journalists? No, sir. Yeah. Not a single journalistic chop was earned that way that day. But with sixty plus years in the business, there's, there's I believe we've earned some opinions, Johnny. Yeah. Not a sing- single moment was wasted during those sixty years either. So not a <laughs> single moment. It was just literally every move happened at the right time. The air. Uh, what we'll do here is we'll break down, if you're new to the show, we uh, we break down a week's worth of gaming news. We go live every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and other podcatchers. Uh, and uh, Johnny, let us start this week the same way we start every week, with a little <coughs> bit of a... What are you playing? I also really want a jingle for that so I don't have to do it and worry that I'm not hitting me Resident Evil 4 merchant voice very well. So I need a jingle where I can record several what are you playing and say that's the most Resident Evil 4 and then you can just whack a little bit of on the back or something. (laughs) (laughs) Whack some of them fucking nice guy Johnny. Sharp sharp since, since like from Halloween. I hundred percent. I'm all in on that. I'm all in on that. Cool. We're on. Right. We're... Send us some house out. Send us some sound bites. I thought you said, I thought you said send us some house, as in you wanted me to record some house music for you. <laughs> send me some house, dog. Send me some of that funky house, y'all. Funky house. Um, <laughs> it's funny you should mention Halloween because I've been proper into me scary films of late. I think in the spirit of. In the spirit of October and the the event of All Hallows Eve, I've started watching scary films, just trying to commit to something in 2020. Like, because summer didn't happen, um, Easter sort of didn't really happen. Like, not no big event has happened. So I'm like, well, might as well go all in on Halloween. If I'm honest, I can't say he's been like able to go to a bonfire. So there's bonfire night up the Swanee. Christmas is still anybody's fucking guess, so Halloween, I'm going to go all in for the month of October. Scary films, and if I get the time, which we've already discussed is a fucking luxury for me right now, if I get the time, scary games I want to jump into. I think a good scary game episode we should do, especially uh, with with Halloween being right around the corner. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put that on the back burner. We'll put a pin in the scary games episode. We'll do that closer to Halloween, I think. Uh... Johnny, for the second time this week, what are you playing? <laughs> oh, um, so I dove back into Squadrons. Right, nice, nice. Albeit briefly. Right. Because, like, I had, like, like, you know, when you just get the whole, like, thing, I'm, I'm just going to have a solitary game, game session. Just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. plug myself in and just, just, just play what, what's in front of me and see, see, like, just enjoy some time alone in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
necessity at times. And necessity. Like, I've replayed the the opening missions again just to get used to it. Mm-hmm. I, I kept bouncing between control systems between the con- uh, control pad configurations, just trying to find the one that played better for me. Trying to hit that sweet spot. And I just didn't. I I just not I just Couldn't just couldn't find like when I've played like no. It's just a slightly overcomplicated. I think it needs. I need a flight stick. Yeah, it's the same issue I had with Elite. I needed a flight stick to really get the nuance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I give it its credit. I went into it, played it, um, and then started chugging through some of the, the first missions. And do you know when you just kind of sat back? And I think it's the same fatigue as last time. I've seen that many videos for like um, Assassin's Creed coming out because that's ramping up heavily. Why? It's just. It's just coloured my perception and I wasn't enjoying playing it. Nah, it's the funk, mate. It's the absolute funk. And it's so real I, right now. Yeah. I think it's right. Like, so I tried to jump into Tony Hawk's again, a game that I've only flashed, splashed the surface of. Yeah, yeah. Again, just felt the funk. And I was like, I, so I went back to my tried and trusted and I've just been and looking at question marks on The Witcher 3. <laughs> nice, nice. Just a game of old uh, question mark hunting on the exactly. Witcher Three. Just, just not even doing. Um, <clears throat> Sometimes that's all you um, need, like. Just not doing main campaign missions. If anything, I was just doing mon- Witcher contracts and yeah. uh, question marks. Just, just to, just to exist in in the uh, you know in in the in the world in the in the map. To yeah. be honest, and mm-hmm. just not bother about story. Not bother about that. Just chug through, oh, and perfect. it's it was. 100% enjoyable. I played it for like an hour or two the other day and mm. it was like the best two hours I've played for a while. Exceptional so. life. Those uh, lonely little solipsistic gaming sessions are just what the doctor ordered at times. Like, really yeah, are. you didn't do much because like you don't. You know, it takes a bit of time to chug through The Witcher. Yeah. From... Oh, absolutely. But, um, absolutely. But, but if, you keep, if you keep on top of it and refreshed, uh, we, we are but... Two and a half weeks away at this point from The Witcher 3 running on a Series X. So exactly. stay in it, stay doing your fucking Witcher contracts, stay doing your question marks, but not too many because fucking, I mean, we're opening up a whole new witching world here when uh-huh. the Series X drops. Uh, obviously, it's getting the patch. We know it's getting a patch. It's going to run better on the hardware even without the patch, which we've literally... We flogged this horse. It's not. It's we're not. We're no longer flogging a dead horse. We're picking up fragments of horse bones and throwing them off other dusty fragments of horse bones on this one. Games are just <laughs> gonna run better on the X, and Witcher Three is one of them. So, don't commit too heavily to it now. Try and just uh, keep it up there if you can. Enjoy an hour here or there, but yeah. Or I'm just, would just, you? Just... Would you start a full new playthrough on the Series X? Um, I'm. Tempted. So this this was my dilemma because I was already deep into it when it like before the we started really ramping up the Series X and the idea of the and the, the announcement of the upgraded one mm-hmm, came through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, that that means I should stop and just do, do a brand new playthrough, which would be my third starting a full playthrough <laughs> on that game. Third, you need to fucking catch up like them's them's rookie numbers. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. They are. <laughs> I don't know what I've got more of. Actually, I do. It's not even funny. I was going to say Skyrim or The Witcher 3 starts, but it's absolutely Skyrim. 
across but, um, every possible platform. See, that's the thing. I mean, I'm waiting for Skyrim just to appear on Game Pass, and then I'm all over that shit. Well, I'll be back onto there. We know what's coming, and the the beauty of it is, the one that'll appear on Game Pass is the enhanced version, of which I also yep. bought multiple times. So, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm I'm um I'm advocating a, like you said a bit of temperance on Witcher Three, and I think because I'm not really into the meat of it, because when I started, I, I'm barely into the story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the main quest so i think providing saves and everything continue which i'm sure they will do they will. I'll, I'll just um just it'll be almost like i'll meditate and wake up just like ah <laughs> that grog's worn off <laughs> holy that, fuck that, the world looks nice <laughs> that that tamarian ale has really really <laughs> worn off wow <laughs> so yeah uh that's where i tried with the new games i really i really tried I played for an hour and it was just like I sat there, just like I am not, not in it. I am funked up <laughs> massively. Should I, should I tell you what's been fucking eating away at me uh, in this state of funk? Um, I've been looking at that Nintendo Switch, right? And I've I've gone as far as to wire it up. So the Switch is now wired oh. up. It's oh. in the office. It's wired up. It's there. The pad's charged. The Pro controller for the Switch is charged. And I know for a fact. Like, Hades, everyone's talking Hades right now, and it's a little roguelike, and it'll be just a perfect little me time game, and I'm, I've got a serious fucking itch for it. And I think that might be my uh, my little Witcher 3 moment there, like, coming up very soon, because I can't, I can't withstand the funk for much longer. But, that being said, this week, Johnny, I have been playing uh, a little ditty known as Goats of Sashimi. Legends, Legends game, <laughs> Legends game mode. So, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima dropped their one point one patch. I think it was the one point one update, including new game plus and the highly anticipated Legends multiplayer mode. So, uh, your boy jumped in on that Legends, didn't he? Obviously, nobody else has got it. None of the Sky Panthers bought it, or despite my strict instruction, nobody else bought it. So I, I jump on, just play with randoms, just matchmaking. Um, the state of the world we're in. I mean, gaming on whole, I don't think you're finding a lot of people in these games who use mics anymore. Like, in-game chat seems to have died at Halo 2 for me. Or maybe Gears of War, I'm not sure. But anyway, I jumped into Legends just with a bunch of randoms. Uh, played that for a couple of hours last night on stream. Um, fucking unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Seems to have... Uh, some story missions. I think I counted nine or ten actual co-op story missions set in this world where it's uh, obviously the game itself is the ghost of Tsushima and it, it talks about the ghost of Tsushima. And then the whole thing here is there's this sort of narrator character and he's like, uh, the myths of there being a ghost of Tsushima weren't true. There was more than one. And that sets up these other four ghosts so you got a, a samurai, a ronin, an assassin, and a hunter, I think the last one's called. And it's, it's four very different classes, very different play styles. Uh, and it's like more of the same. It is Ghost of Tsushima, but there's you've got different moves, like ultimate abilities almost. Um, special moves for each different class. You level up your uh, like gear the same way. Uh, and I didn't touch any of the story. 
So I don't know where the story's going to go, but it seems to lean more into the supernatural side of it and um, like faceless, faceless fallen Mongols have come back from the dead and the, the, that's essentially how you're fighting, um, among other things. But I fucking really enjoyed it. Like I just played essentially what is horde mode. It but, sounds like the like it sounds refreshing. So it, it sounds like you know the multiplayer is not just coming like as in just a multiplayer add-on. They've actually had a whole. Oh, this has got some fucking, game plan. Yeah, for it. absolutely, absolutely. I, like I say, I, I want to get into the story. I want to see these nine story missions, these nine co-op story missions to like boil the piss off. Like, what what is the cause of all this supernatural bullshit going on, and and, and just see how that progresses. But I, I'd rather do that with the squad who are talking, who are communicating, who you're friendly with to some extent. But uh, I played horde mode, so there's a there's essentially a 15-wave horde mode with a intermittent boss waves, and you just jump on and there's a, like f- several different maps, and on each map there's three difficulty settings. So the, there is a lot of replayability in this horde mode, and uh, I really fucking enjoyed it, if I'm honest. And the good, the good length games as well. Like I was on for a couple hours last night, and I had like four games, half an hour a game, or three games, four games. Can't remember, but it was a uh, yeah, good, a good chunk of time, easy pick up and play time. Thirty minutes is that's fucking anybody's got that. You know what I mean? If you want to pick up and play a game, uh, obviously just as stunning as we know Ghost of Tsushima is. Um, I just really, really enjoyed it. Just nice to get a fucking twist on it as well, because like playing as Jin fucking Sakai, fair enough. But like these are the characters and like the different sort of clothing options and that. There's a lot of lot of gear upgrades in Ghost of Tsushima. There's a lot of cosmetic uh like items that you can chop and change, and that's just translated over as well into these four new characters, and just fucking really, really enjoyed it. Like. Like tip of the cap, tip of the cap to suck a punch because it's just a, an exceptionally great game, which now has an exceptionally great um, multiplayer mode. And if anybody out there listening is interested, twitch.tv slash the franchise, the playthrough is on there. But Twitch chat absolutely shit the bed like immediately. So there was a lot of people talking right at the start of the stream. And I, t- I couldn't even see it, so there was just no engagement there, and I just feel terrible when I don't engage with the community. Nice guy, Johnny. Terrible. You do. It really takes it personally, people. It really does. It makes them physically sick. Physically ill. I was sick all down myself. All down myself. Um, but I, I watched the clip that you sent out, and it looked it looked seriously fun. Yeah. Seriously fun. So, I know, here's the thing. I was looking at my finances the other day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I like, I like where this is going already. Yeah, 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 and and like it was always at the back of my mind. You know, I was never going to get both consoles at the same time. Mm-hmm. However, I never said I wouldn't get both consoles, right? So, eventually, when it comes back round, you know, I was waiting for God of War for PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. but I really want to play Ghosts of Tsushima. You know, I really do. And so the game, game Go- Ghost, Ghosts of Tsushima, that I, that seems good as well. So That's I think a... I'll do that. <laughs> That also seems like a good game, but it's no, it's no goats of sashimi. I'll give it that. Yeah. So like, I, I, he, he's, he's nice guy Johnny making a commitment. You know, I will be getting 
the PS5 and I will be playing this game and we'll be doing co-op. It might be months down the line and the zeitcast, zeitgeist sorry, will have passed, but I will do it. I am making this commitment to you and everyone listening. I tell you what it is. I've never been prouder. Never been prouder. If now's the time to I get in there. Now this redemption more often. <laughs> really, now's the time to get in because uh, we can just skid a cheeky little choice cut in here before we continue the what we're playing. But uh, that cheeky little fucking choice cut there, we have uh, potentially a lot more PS5s have come available for pre-order, seeing as though a lot of um, what do we call them uh, racists cancelled their pre-orders when PlayStation gave away a free Black Lives Matter theme. So I don't know if you saw this, but PS4 gave away a free Black Lives Matter theme, and it's black with yellow lines and the fist that we associate with uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. A load of fucking absolute silly racist bastards just cancelled the pre-orders because there was a, a, a choice to download a free theme. It wasn't forced on you. It wasn't... Uh, they didn't do it without your knowledge. This wasn't you two sneaking an album onto your phone. This was like, <laughs> if you want this free theme, it's there. And then a bunch of racists were like, I don't fucking think so, my boy. Cancel. Fucking unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Idiots. That's all I'm say. Idiots. Anyway, we'll leave them where they, they, they don't deserve the airtime. So fuck them. Nah. Fuck them idiots. The, uh... The other game I've been playing is obviously Warzone. Johnny still can't get enough of that Warzone. Uh, and we'll just segue that straight into our first official choice cut of the night. I don't have my keyboard plugged in, sorry. <laughs> you did well. You did well. Uh, you know, I didn't give you a... I didn't give you I, any I need, warning. I need a headline one. theme. You know, like those, those, like, you know, proper old school and uh, news at 10 <laughs> bong <laughs> like a fucking news ticker <laughs> exactly the uh, Warzone's Halloween event starts this very eve so to the eagle-eyed uh, franchise buys games listeners out there and supporters in the community you will notice that this show is going live approximately an hour or two earlier than it normally does on pod catches and apple podcasts that's because warzone goes live at 6 p.m tonight so 24 minutes ago the new halloween update went live the plan is me and old nice guy johnny here are recording this very podcast right now we will uh run till just after seven get it edited get it uploaded then by eight o'clock we will be back on twitch.tv slash the franchise putting that new Warzone uh, event through its paces. So, Johnny, the Warzone event. I don't know if you've saw the trailer for it. I'm going to assume it's a no because we're talking to you. No, no, no. You sent me it and I watched it. Good lad, good lad, good lad. So we've got... Essentially, it's not... This isn't something uncommon for games that are... Let's call them games as a service because that's essentially what Warzone has become. Um with events and seasons uh, Apex Legends has their Halloween event Animal Crossing has its Halloween event Warzone's Halloween event goes live tonight as I've already said and we are getting some sort of zombies integration whereby from what I can gather there is a mode where if your one of your teammates dies you aren't gulagged you come back as a zombie 
that zombie has increased speed, increased jump, increased strength, uh, but only melee attacks, which are obviously, again, increased. And if you want to respawn on that map, you need to kill somebody. And every time you kill someone now, they drop a syringe. And you need to collect two syringes to respawn on the map as a as gun-toting human character. Uh, the nighttime mode's in there as well. And there's another couple of modes. Uh, a couple of absolutely fucking... If you think I'm not buying these skins, you are horribly... Horribly gone mistaken. Full dead by daylight here, haven't they? <laughs> full dead by daylight. Worth pointing out that both of those uh, franchises, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Saw, do also appear in Dead by Daylight. So it looks like they will just literally haul themselves out to anyone. What I would yep. have liked to have seen was let's get a few more of the... Uh, I'm not in Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Saw aren't well-known characters in the horrorverse, but like... Give us like, give us something that's a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, like, not relevant because Saw and Texas Chainsaw are icons in the horror game. But it, it's what it's what's Michael, available. Where's like. Michael Myers? Where's Michael <laughs> Myers? You know, he, I mean? he's the, he's the thing. I mean, it's it's Halloween time. COVID is causing right like it's just running riot still, and like. The normal Halloween kind of going out is not going to be there. No, right. So this is a, a no. It is it's dirty monetization at the end of the day. But you know people will buy it. I know you will. Um, yes, to buy, sir. Yes, to sir. buy some skins for these, which you know will will almost only be really viable once a year. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Do you it, think I'm going to run around as fucking Leatherface in like February? You're wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, these guys know. Everyone knows about microtransactions and things now, and they know they'll sell these two, and if it's a hit, we'll get Michael Myers next year. For the next one. Exactly. Because you know what's coming out next year. It'll be the next Halloween film, which was supposed to be out this year, but it's getting delayed till Halloween next year. Kills. Halloween Kills. Watch there be a tie-in. Watch there be a tie-in. Because right. if you think about what Fortnite's done with, with tie-ins, and if, if um, Activision are serious about Warzone, which I think they're going to be more serious about Warzone in Black Ops Cold War era because mm-hmm. they know it does stuff now. Watch it just be tied into... We'll see more events. We'll see more um, uh, commercial integration in terms of this stuff. Guaranteed. I'd like to agree with you, um, but I just... Outside of Dead by Daylight, there's not a lot of people are willing to... Uh, associate themselves with a brand that is aimed at mature audiences so Fortnite, their their uh, crossover events have all been marvel films dc films oh yeah but I'm, I'm audience it. but like outside of a halloween period would you see an event where michael myers was if you want a horror game like dead by daylight no, no. would you see an event a mid-year event where michael myers would be relevant Oh no no no! And I'm 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 saying Michael Myers will probably be in next year's Halloween pack. What right, I'm saying right. is, in overall general terms, mm-hmm. watch there be more commercial interaction with Warzone, mm-hmm. like what Fortnite's done. You know, whichever film franchise is coming out, yeah, Bond, things like that. You know, yeah, whatever. They're just like now that now that they're keen on it. You know what I mean? I think I think Warzone was an experiment in the modern warfare era that mm-hmm. turned into something 
bigger than the Activision thought it would be. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and they'll they'll put their full weight behind it in the next one, then you'll start being see it being monetized more often. Arguably they should have done it more off more often now. Yeah. I think the but um this is this is the beginning of what's to come, I think, in Warzone in terms of its packages. Yeah. Yeah, I can get that. I get that. I get that. Um so yeah, we have that event tonight. We are gonna stream tonight. that tonight. We're gonna to put that through its paces tonight. I'm hoping we've got some other sort of zombie integration other than player deaths turn into zombies. I'd like to save them on the map, especially in a nighttime mode. I think that would be fucking sick. I'm excited to get in there tonight. I'm excited to play it tonight. So fingers crossed all goes to plan and there's not some horrific 40 gig download that's going to fuck up three of the four Panthers. I set mine going this morning. I set mine going this morning. Is there a new download? No, no, it was, I think it's like you said, I think the, pat, the patch it, it from came, last time. Yeah, was, it came through in the last patch. Early. I hope so. I hope so. Oh. But I'll find out while I'm editing this podcast anyway. So, and yeah, I will see you there. Maybe not at the right time, but I will see you there. You will be there. You will be there. Uh, Johnny, next on up on the docket, we have finally got our eyeballs on the PlayStation 5 UI. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, sir? Thoughts? Um, it certainly seems a lot more slick yeah. than it was. Yeah. Like, I was just putting this in perspective. Like, going back to the good old days of PlayStation 3 UI, which was <laughs> clunky to, be, to say the least. Yep. Um, and then the jump from PS3 to PS4, it was a lot slicker, but nowhere near as slick as Xbox's UI. I I agree. I know that's not that isn't a common opinion. I think as there's, there's more people in the other camp where they say the PlayStation UI was better than Xbox, but I wholeheartedly disagree Oof, on that. No, one. no, no. Wholeheartedly no. disagree. I, the way I the way I see it in terms of you know, it's all about the num the number of clicks you have to do. Mm-hmm. Or even perceived clicks to get the way you need to do, mm-hmm. and I felt with the PlayStation UI versus the Xbox, I had to do more clicks to get to where I want, want it to be. Yeah, and therefore it's not as intuitive that I, that that that's how I categorise it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take that. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Um, but no, in 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 terms, I, here's the thing about the 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 video. To me, I thought the presentation was awful. I think it was. I think how they delivered it was was bad, pretty bad. Really? Uh, I wasn't bowled over by it whatsoever. Oh. I just, it just felt like, I don't know about lacklustre, it just didn't feel exciting to me. No, it did. It felt a bit flat. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it felt like... a bit, like, it felt like, um, like, you know, the state of play where we saw fucking... Astrobot's big adventure playroom or some bollocks that's getting bundled in with all the Jeff Cayley did it man it got yeah. bundled in with it's get bundled in with PS5 uh, it felt like that it felt like it felt like somebody was talking to us nicely with not a lot of they didn't feel excited I didn't feel the excitement coming off the narrator if you know what I mean no it, it felt like if this had been delivered a month ago then fair enough, you know what I mean. But you're right round the corner. You want, you need some buzz and razzmatazz, and it was just. Mm-hmm. He, he's the one thing that one minute in, right, mm-hmm. and the first caveat comes. Really, um, 
when it says this is uh, not a rep- full representation. And it, I know fair enough, even Xbox's things going around are not the, f- they're always going to put the caveat in. It's not the full representation of the, the end thing, yeah. but it was still being run from even probably not from the system itself. Mm. I don't know. It mm. just felt like that. It was like the caveat comes in straight away. It's like, oh, here we go. Um, then it was just a little bit of like, you know, when they were doing like the game help, you know, that, that game help feature. That was nice. Well, it, it's a cool feature, but how you know a game is is, is that going to how 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 is that going to work with games? You know what I mean? Are developers going to intentionally put all that into it? Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know how quickly we'll get these guides. I don't know if mm-hmm. Game Help as a brand is going to be a department which gets games earlier than anybody else, which isn't uncommon. Reviewers get that, but. Is Game Help going to get the game and then fully complete that game, one hundred percent that game, and then everything's going to be there waiting? So when this game's on general release and you put in fucking I don't know, God of War Ragnarok, right? You whack that in and you're playing it, and you need to get all your collectibles. And there's a fucking Norse helmet. For argument's sake, you need to find collectibles, and one of them's a Norse helmet, right? So you you you're going to essentially use what was widely criticized when xbox had it the snap feature to open up this card and the cards uh, there's a whole deck of cards and one of them's a game help and you snap that and it sort of shrinks your game screen and you've got that on there and you're watching somebody do it on the left and then you're doing it on the right and there's part of us that's like is that not taking away what what gaming is like that is part of the challenge of a game if you 100 percent a game there should be a, a, a an element of like pride about that because you suffered to get it but then mm-hmm. the 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 counter argument of that is how many times have i sat there tried something once or realized i had missed a collectible and i've just picked my phone up and gone onto youtube and i've done exactly the same thing as what this yeah, game helps offer and but it's just not part of the the user interface, the user experience. Exactly, you know I mean? and and I, I, the picture in picture thing was pretty cool. And I and I, and I, I kind of, I like the idea of the, the game help thing, and it'll be show you how to do it. And part of me thinks is this going to be more community driven rather than mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, than developer in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was something about it being smart enough to not. Show your spoilers, yeah, or be aware of that. So that that sense seems like to me that that needs to be unless they've got really smart algorithms that it needs to be more developer driven. Yeah. Um. But then you know, in terms the thing that I, I was interested in because you know we lead busy lives. Yeah. And it's it's interesting that they've um, latched onto this PlayStation about you know your playing type play time, mm-hmm. things like that, and they've got got this kind of metric in there that can tell you. Or you want to do this, then it's going to take you on average this. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. And again, is that coming from from data mining of you of, of users of the community? Like the community, it took on average to do this. Yeah. Therefore, we think it'll take you, given your playstyle, and that that's that's really powerful. I think that's pretty cool. Actually, well, I hope they're ready for my fucking playstyle of Mister Trip Advisor. from 2006 reign and champ from 2006 all the way through to fucking 2019 hoping to regain uh, reclaim me crown in 2020 mr trip advisor 
I can see some people trolling this now. I am just changing. Just, just, I was going to say, I am skewing those results. <laughs> you are way outside the normal distribution, man. Way outside. I old franchise fucking up bell curve since 1984. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. In terms of the features and stuff, I thought there's some cool things in there yeah. I really enjoyed. But yeah. in terms of how it was packaged and delivered. Package was shite. Uh, some of the features were really nice, and I'll, I'll, I will hand that to Sony. I like how they've taken their almost they've taken what they have in PS4 with SharePlay, and they've integrated that into parties, and that's so you, you can actually have somebody in your party streaming their game while you're playing your game. Like, it, it yeah, just, that's, that's pretty. Like, I'm going to show you how to do this. Yeah, I like that. I like that. that. Nice. That's that is nice. That's a quality of life improvement that we haven't seen yet. That's. That's real time live. You're not going to game help or anything. You're not like you can't question a game help. A game helps a term in a video with no room for Q and A. If your pal's done it and he's going to show you how to do it, there's time for Q and A. There's like, wait a minute, are you sprinting before that jump? At what point are you wall running? Is this a double wall run? Is this a double jump? Yeah. Uh, do I need to kill this thing or do I avoid this thing? Like it's you know it's I like that. There's some that's they've got okay. some really nice features in there. Overall, the whole card system seems like a very nice feature as well. Uh, quite pleased with that. They did show they've got some level of quick resume there as well, which was nice. Uh, again, I'm not sure if it's going to be on par with Xboxes, but it's there, so that's good. That's a tick, a tick on on what? on the old check sheet. That's a tick for Sony. While we're still on UIs, then mm-hmm. we'll briefly we'll just segue into the. Uh, there was was the rumours of they've changed the the ch- party chat system or something, and I saw you send a message the other day saying, "Can you join this party?" Yeah. To Liam, is something gone up with that? Have I so, missed something? I haven't fully figured this out yet. Right, the change made to the party system is that Sony can now Sony record all party chats. Okay, so what that means is they have a recording of everything that's said in every party chat and. Therefore, have the ability to pull up your party chat, listen to a recording, and then potentially ban your account if you are not, uh, if you are in breach of the terms of service. Okay. Now, let's be honest here. We can all sit here and say, hand on heart, that we aren't bigots, we aren't uh, homophobes, we aren't racist, but we've all said some pretty fucking sketchy things in the name of humour. When I we've think been language, in a party chat yeah. with our nearest and dearest friend circle, with our innermost friend circle, we've said some things that we've only said for the purpose of getting a laugh. I know yeah. I'm with, guilty with of certain it. Context. Certain yes. context. Yes. yes, absolutely. In context. Absolutely, in certain context. It isn't, it's, ne- it's never malicious, it's never insidious, it's never fucking nefarious. It's, it's a joke, it's done to garner a reaction from your innermost friend circle and it's it's a joke but maybe sometimes the content is a little bit fucking close to the bone we've and all this is why you have a private chat you know yes, what i mean that's why it's in a party chat you don't like you know that if i said something that fit into any one of the terms of service that could get me banned you know if i've said anything like that i'm 100 percent joking oh, but, absolutely i know your characters and things but like that, that's so. exactly it like the outside of them recording all these 
or what we need clearing up is well hang on a minute are you proactively just going to start going through random logs of chat and looking for people to ban or are they held there and I think what the the statement was you know should anybody be reported for something we've got the evidence and we can go back and look but in what circumstance are you going to be in a party chat with your nearest and dearest friend circle your inner circle to steal uh, AEW's Chris Jericho stable if you have your inner circle there what like, which one of you would fucking report me for something? I know for a fact I wouldn't report any of my friends because they are my friends. And if they say something close to the bone, I know they're doing it for a reaction because I know them as a person. So who's reporting who here? Like, but that, that's under what... The, that, that's under the culture what, now, isn't under it, what guys, Under what guise are we trying to put this out that a group of friends would stab each other in the back to get another one banned for something nope. they said? And like I, I don't know. Do you know? It's it's the it's 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 a it's a gen, maybe it's a generational thing. I think there's like from a, a different from the let's say the younger folk a little bit. I believe they call them and, snowflakes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> but um, you no, know, I I think I think there's a term term of like you know, offences taken, not given. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's my opinion and like this is this is not like and you you don't be offensive for gratuitous sake let's say yeah you know everything has its context yeah you know and we're, we're talking about things here you know that beyond the on the line of offense is it within the context of what we know each other and the friendship that we have yeah okay and it's just i the way i see it, it's this like thing about um swatting you know what i mean mm. The fact that you call the police on someone because you got beaten on a game, right? And people have got shot and killed for this, yeah. right? That that's the thing now. So it doesn't matter. Like you being a private party, you beat someone. If they're pissed off at you, they'll say they'll claim that you did this, right? And the the issue the issue now is that that they can now look at your private chat, which is that person never heard. Uh-huh. But if you said something that is anywhere close to what they've like related to what they're saying let's say offensive language, mm-hmm. then that's, you're done. That's it. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, we've, that, that, the issue is we've signed up to their terms and conditions. So it's not like a privacy thing where it's like encrypted or things like that. So, but it's a, it's a ballsy move to make by PlayStation that I think. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. While we're on uh little uh, sub sub stories based around the PlayStation UI outside of this oh sorry I'll finish the tale the UI changes the the party changes have already rolled out as part of the latest update and what I couldn't find uh, for love and a fucking money when I went to create a party it, it was a whole brand new setup and it was almost as if you were creating a group you weren't creating a party and you were adding people to that group I couldn't I couldn't find a way to change the party privacy on that group so the question i'd put to liam who's a card carrying forefather founded member of the sky panthers he's one of four obviously me and johnny the other two woolly nerds lay being the fourth the what i'd said was because i can't find a way to change this party privacy see if you can search for a party and just join it because i think that's a little bit shady as well like if i'm streaming i don't want anybody outside of my innermost friend circle who I may be streaming with be it the Sky Panthers, be it the Prospect, powerful young James Campbell be it any of like uh, the community, if I'm having a community date, 
I don't want anybody else to just be able to join that party and say what the fuck they want while I'm live on Twitch because that's on me. That's uh, my that's uh, my stream. That's my community. Yeah. And I don't want people coming in and thinking I'm going to fuck him over for the sake of it because I think it's funny. So it's an odd one. It's an odd I, one. I still need to find out the 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 sort of the mechanics behind it because my thoughts were if I don't ever invite Liam, but he can join anyway, then that's answered my question. Mm-hmm. Anybody, it's it's just fucking a free for all. You can just jump in anybody's party, and arguably you could do that before. But the party host always had the ability to lock that shit down. Yeah. So that's that was where I'm at. I, that needs further mm. investigation, of which uh, I will compile before next week's episode. The um, other listeners, little... listeners, if you've got any comments on that, yeah. please get back to us because we want to investigate this further. Get in touch. We need a uh, community community driven evidence here. The other little UI tidbit there was uh, the Sony PlayStation UI runs in 4K and the ponies have taken great pleasure in reminding the Xbox that the Xbox UI only runs in 1080. So I thought that yeah. was that was worth adding here. I'm not sure if I need 4K for my UI. I'm not really doing anything in my, uh, in my UI on my, on my dashboard. I'm not really... I don't need a 4K dashboard. If somebody offered us one, yeah, I'd take it. So I can sort of see the appeal because it's just another tick box, as we've said. PlayStation, 4K, UI. There you go. Does Xbox have that? No. Oh, well, you've lost yeah. that fight. Yeah, you have. Xbox lose that fight, but is it, I mean, is it a, is, is it a worthy fight? Is it a fight anybody's yeah. really paying attention to? Deep down, I don't care. It's, I, it's about the games, not the UI. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, I, I, can, I can see the point from the one saying just like, well, you, you could do, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. But if it's done for the right reasons, let's say it's all going towards gaming processing power. Yeah. Why waste it on a UI? Yep. But I, I can understand from people just like we're in the realm of 4K. Mm-hmm. Why do it? But actually, realistically, how many like casual gamers have a 4K TV? Don't think it's the standard at the moment. Well, that begs the question. Also, what I'd like to know is... How many people are going in on the next gen Xbox or PlayStation who don't have a 4K television? Who are just going to be running next gen machines off a off a HD monitor or HD TV? I, I, I yeah, gen, generally I think because like I think 4K is the industry standard. Let's say yeah, but now, I don't think it is what the general population standard. Here's here's another thing for you. Like I'm obviously going in on both. Because I have a 4K television downstairs in the sitting room, uh-huh. and that's where I'll be doing my free time gaming on the 4K television, playing these games as they were intended. In the studio, I've got uh, an MSI Optics uh, curved monitor, LED curved monitor, which is fucking superb. That isn't 4K, it's WQHD, and I can hand on heart tell you that a WQHD far surpasses that of a standard HD, but it isn't 4K. But when I stream, I'm going to be running a PS5 and an Xbox through this WQHD monitor, not a 4K monitor. So again, I think that's just a that's just a little little point to note there. Yeah, I, I think I, I will think it's get, interesting. I will get to experience. Uh, I mean, the monitor I've got here handles 144 hertz, so I know for a fact the technology is going to be the games are still going to look smooth as fuck. Because the frame rate's going to be locked in and tight. Yeah. On a monitor that can easily handle it. 
and the WQHD looks fucking sublime. But I'm gonna also get to compare that when I take it downstairs and plug it in on the 4K television and just say, actually, here's the I've actually got tangible evidence from my own playtime that frame rate is far more important than resolution. Exactly. Or, or am I going to sit there and say, do you know what it is? This it playing these games on this monitor pales in comparison because it's not 4K. I'm sort of leaning more towards the fact that the frame rate's going to be uh, more impressive than the resolution. Certainly for the first eighteen months. Yes. Of this of this generation. I agree. I agree. It's all sir. about um, <clears throat> smoothness and frame rate. Yeah. I'm. I'm. This is what I'm. Th- I'm trying to p- p- peg myself down every time. About it's just going to be about. <clears throat> the um, un- uninterrupted and just the smoothness of game playing rather than how it's going to look because mm-hmm. it's not going to look next gen sorry sorry PS5 and sorry um, Xbox but we never see next gen straight away early yeah like it always takes a few years you look at the beginning of a cycle and the end of the cycle and how games look from start to finish yeah. and that's the exciting thing how is an end of cycle Series X and end of cycle PS5 game going to look mm. fuck me Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's where I stand. Johnny will move swiftly on to our next article on uh, on the docket for this week's choice cuts. I'm pressure. Uh, what's we that? have a ten minute news blast. Ten minute news. Ten blast. minute news Let's blast. fucking smash these out because there's one more story here that's big. All the rest of them are sort of stories that are worthwhile, but there's one more in my eyes that's big. I'll also caveat that with the fact that oh, at this point rumour but still massive so our quick little news blast can you say Anthem 2.0 because Avengers just got fucking delayed <laughs> Avengers next gen fucking patch their, their next gen patch just got delayed and on top of that so did Kate Bishop who is obviously like the, the female Hawkeye character who we were getting before Clint Barton uh, she was due in no- uh, end of October Am I right in thinking Kate yep. Bishop was originally yep. penned for end of October? She's been delayed to a time we don't know when. They haven't given us a date when she's coming. And they've also delayed the next-gen patch. Now, what I will say, I will stick a couple of cheeky care points on this to everybody who shits on Avengers, that in September, Avengers was the highest-selling game. Yes. Uh, and in sep- uh, the despite the fact that... The drop-off has been steep for Avengers. Mm-hmm. So when people have played the campaign and they've played a little bit of the Avengers initiative, sort of that the post-game grind, the drop-off is like a fucking cliff. So they've definitely got work to do there. Same could be said about every single game as a service that's been released in their first year. They all experience yeah. the big drop-off after your your actual campaign content has been exhausted. What I will point out that Avengers, despite all the negative press it's had for being bugged to fuck and broken and all this shit, Avengers has been the top-selling game in September, and it's also uh, there's another fucking stat on this, and it's it's literally the only game better than it is Marvel Spider-Man in sales for opening window, so it's it's fucking sold phenomenally well now again i butchered that there's more to it than that and i can't remember off the top of my head i read the article and i thought to myself jesus christ that isn't being touted 
where the only game that's performed better than it in a certain segment is Spider-Man. Another this Marvel the, game. Yeah. This is the power of the brand. Yeah, right? 100%. Right. And this this is the the problem slightly because you know, most people play in the brand, right? I think I think they've I think they've missed the mark in terms of they should have they should have almost concentrated on being it. I can see that like on paper this the whole scenario of it just it's a money making machine, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just release content, people play it, great. But casual gamers as well, and people probably love Marvel fans as well, you know, into MCU fans, let's mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here, because I think a lot of these players are probably MCU fans, not let's say wider uh, Marvel comics, comic fans. Yeah. Right. Want the content just given to them in terms of story, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just to play that stuff. And I think had they focused on a campaign, that would be, it was a really good campaign if they just fleshed that out more. Yeah. And then the end game being something else that continues, it might have worked out better for them. Yeah, but like they, they have, there's, right. there's been a there's been a little bit of a content drop this week for Avengers, where mm-hmm. they've put in some more end game stuff, uh, cloning facilities or something stupid like that. I can't remember what it is, but it adds another dynamic, another element to your Avengers end game. <laughs> Pardon the pun, uh, but. Uh, I, what I want to see from this, I want to see. I, I don't want to see this game abandoned the way Anthem was. The no. way, for, well, to be fair, Anthem is the one that was abandoned. But exactly, I want to see it. It's next gen patch has been delayed. Fine, fine. Tell us how long you're delaying it by. Come back with. I know we've got another war table coming up, so they're not abandoning this game at all. The, uh, there is another war table coming up in November, which is going to uh, showcase some of the upcoming features and events coming to the World of the Avengers initiative. So what I want to see is I want to see a release date for this next gen. I want to see uh, some of the sins of the original vanilla version fixed in that update as well. And I want to see that roadmap. I want to see Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, Spider-Man exclusive for PS4, uh, major content drop one, DLC one here, and then like through all that littered with events like I don't nah fucking Scroll or fucking Cree or out out like that. I just want to see That's them the fully commit exactly. to this because the ending of the campaign. And this is a non-spoiler one. Mm-hmm. Just shows you the power of what this could be, in terms of lore and where, anywhere Absolutely. direction they could take. And it just like that one moment, it was like, oh wow, you know what I mean? What they can do with this, and like, I hope they just don't do like they don't go just go right, write it off, and then it's like a you know division two, destiny, and save yeah. it for the sequel. This yeah. can't do that, given its name and its brand. So no. it's going to get its day, mm-hmm. and it, I'm I'm gonna see it now come back in a year's time you know what's it what what's the verdict on it next year i mean the beauty of, of it is we'll be able to just download that and we'll have our cross com, cross gen saves from ps4 so oh yeah we'll i'll have able, my ps5 by then you'll so. have your ps5 by then because you're going to buy one that one of the races cancelled and have it on launch uh, I've, I've looked now there's still none available i don't know where, where they're coming from so uh, have you tried uh racists.com I don't know if they've I'm got on, a storefront. I'm on Stormfront. On Stormfront. 
Right, Johnny, next one on the docket, sir. Right, quick fire, quick fire. Right, um, I think the, the biggest thing we should focus on now, really, is that there was a rumour quickly that turned into an actual... Uh, um, uh, I've lost my words. Damn this beer. Uh, confirmation. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege coming to Game Pass. Yes. October 22nd. Yep. I'm downloading this. Are we playing this soon? Well, I've already got it on everything. So whenever, you, whenever you're ready, whenever you're yeah. ready, it's <laughs> whenever you're ready, sir. Whenever you're ready to meet my obligations, sir. <laughs> so yeah, we have Rainbow Six Siege coming to Game Pass on yes. October 22nd. First thing that came into my head when I saw this was, this is a smart move because what you are doing is giving that game a massive boost of player base right before you plan to release the sequel, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yeah. What you're doing is you're just getting a massive number of people, a massive influx in your player base, and then you drop your sequel. So all these people who are still hot on the first one, which they've got for free, hopefully transition into the sequel, which you're yeah. charging them for. And I think I think quarantine's ready to go. I think the only reason they're not dropping it is because of the global situation. Global I think situation. it's a marketing issue yeah. with the connotations of quarantine, honestly. Yeah. And the uh, the window that they'll be dropping it into right now is, to be fair, fucking terrifying with Cyberpunk exactly. and yeah. Valhalla and fucking Demon Souls, Miles Morales, all these fucking... You, you don't want to drop your game in the middle of that, so they're, they're probably hanging on for a, a key moment. Now, on the back of this... Rumours have started mm-hmm. to circulate based on an interview that Phil Spencer did with... Uh, who the fuck was it? It wasn't Gamertag Radio. Or was it Gamertag Radio? Phil Spencer did a, an interview for a podcast. And in that interview, he touched on a few things. He touched on um, the availability of fucking... Uh, Game Pass on different platforms and uh, next-gen exclusivity of Bethesda properties, which we can touch on if if we've got the time. But there was an interview he's done whereby somebody has... uh, I, I I can't find a direct quote. What I can find is people have um, construed his words... Uh, alongside mm-hmm. some industry reports that Microsoft aren't done with the acquisitions yet. Microsoft has one more acquisition up its sleeve, which is as big, if not bigger, than Zenimax. Now, that's the rumour. We have no concrete evidence. However, fucking Rainbow Six Siege coming to Game Pass... Knowing that this rumor circulation that there's one more big acquisition to be announced, knowing that what I've just said, my thoughts are you drop Rainbow Six Siege for free because then when the sequel's released, you drive a player base into that. Yeah, Johnny, fuck me. Are we seeing? Are we seeing Microsoft acquire Ubisoft here? Right. Here's the thing. Right. When you first said that, I scoffed. Right. Yeah, I was like, right. But then the next thing I saw when I was on my IGN app was a sponsored by Xbox Series X promo for um, uh, Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. Valhalla. 
And I'm just like, <clears throat> and then you may, you look back. I scoffed again, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I looked back over, kind of even right from the beginning of like from the announcement and all the way through. There's just been these things where it just seemed to be a, a working relationship with yeah. Ubisoft. Yeah, that just seemed to be happening a lot easier than. Then, fair in mind, I think I think the relationship nearly went south when they promised gameplay into their stuff for Valhalla, and that didn't happen during mm. the first kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There was some like, oh, tension in the room. But <laughs> yeah, I, to be fair, now looking back at your comment, no, could it be Ubisoft? Ubisoft have had some pretty bad PR problems at the top of from an executive point of view. Yeah, this would be one way to clear that out. You know what I mean? You developers, yeah. there we go. We'll sort this out. We'll change the the management at the top, which has been, you know, you know, the book stops with them. Yes, that's the way co- the corporate world works. That's why they get I mean, paid millions. The, the the book stops with them. The shit falls on us. That's how that's how the corporate yeah. world works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this would be, you know, from a transition. So, uh, it's it's half laughable, but very, very, very plausible. The other thing that fucking sticks in my craw is. Ubisoft, uh, in in recent memory, literally fought off uh, a takeover attempt by Vivendi, like tooth and nail. Like they hung on, they hung on by the fucking skin of the teeth to stop Vivendi, like just hostile takeover. Yeah, and this and this is before. And I don't care how big Vivendi is, they ain't got that Microsoft money. (laughs) No, no, you know what I mean. And Microsoft isn't like. Microsoft's a brand that you wouldn't actually mind being associated with. There's a level of safety with Microsoft. Vivendi, to me, is like, are you just going to break me up in a piecemeal and sell us off? You know what I mean? Are you going to sell me properties for a profit? Are you going to break all my studios up and fucking sell them off? Like, that, I don't know. Vivendi seems to me like they would try and recoup an investment by uh, selling off the actual fucking assets as opposed to... yeah putting some time into the development of games that would slowly over time recoup your investment. This is the thing. It it will recoup investment given the, the franchise power and how they turn around games. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Certain Ubisoft things, I think, I think once they get a franchise, they'll flog it and then they'll change it when it needs to. But it's usually a game too late when they needed to change. Yeah. They're never usually ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. They're always on it. Um, but the games sell, the franchise are powerful, and if you, you know, Phil Spencer knows what he's talking about in terms of it will be monetized across all gaming platforms, you'd hope, if it is Xbox, that the Xbox might get a bit of exclusivity timed first. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of you want a studio that spreads across the board, maybe that maybe that's the thing you um, Microsoft are going for. You know, we buy studios, and we know that PlayStation's going to sell well. Yeah. So let's buy us. Let's buy a, a game development studio that we can monetize on both consoles. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah. the savvy business decision. Yeah. So. These are what I'm so saying. Yeah. Before, uh, and I'm gonna say this, knowing that old hype rancher is yeah. fast <laughs> approaching. Old hype rancher knows that I'm about to say this. Right, he's in the. He's out there on the pasture. Right, he knows what I'm about to say. He tips the fucking rim of his fucking cowboy hat tightens up on the reins wallops that mare 
and she just takes off like a rocket heading right towards me and he's about to get his lasso out and strangle the very life out of us for this but hey i'm gonna fucking let the hype take over me right now oh it's gone it's gone it's bolted it's bolted it's it's bolted (laughs) microsoft acquire ubisoft the ubisoft library available on game pass and then to finish that presentation that showcase that announcement new game world premiere exclusive to xbox splinter cells back yeah. oh yeah. shit hi Roger. no i'm glad that's over <laughs> are you back in the room back in the room and i am back in the room we we'll just have to see uh, no, if these I... rumours play out, I suppose. Do you know what, though? I've been looking back collectively between us both on this podcast. We've been right more than we've been wrong. Yes, we have, <laughs> sir. Yes, we have. Yes, so... we have. So there you go. Let's see if that comes to fruition. And then we'll get ultimate bragging rights. And then I'll oh, clip yes. this and share it on every social talking about how we are the... Not only are we the world's second best game and podcast uncontested... We're also uh, Nostradami, which I believe is the plural of Nostradamuses. <laughs> I'll take that. I, I want, one of two Nostradami in the north. One of two northeastern <laughs> Nostradami. Oh, rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got here, Johnny? Right, quick fire through. So, um, there's some Johnny ass games getting released to Game Pass, which some, I have to mention. Some fucking so, Johnny ass games. Absolutely, and th- these might just like help my funk in the last ten days before it's released. So, re- released on October twenty ninth, um, you're gonna see uh, uh, Day of the Tentacle, Full Throttle, and my one of my all time favorite games, Grim Fandango. If you've never played this game, play it. It is re- just glorious. I do old love, school LucasArts game like... in in the heyday, just awesome. Absolutely awesome. love so, Grim Fandango. I mean, I played it. I played this about five or six times for for an adventure game. I know all the puzzles, but I still enjoy just playing it through. It just brings a smile to my face. So, I will be doing that. Um, other little things that I had to mention. You know, yeah. We talked about uh, predicting things on this podcast. Uh, certain Forbes article brought back up the possibility: Are they going to split the Halo game, mm-hmm. Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. into? Um, campaign and multiplayer and release one of them earlier who called it who nice called it? nice guy johnny now it's just rumors and I, you know you can argue is it is one more damaging should you keep it controlled as a package but mm-hmm. there's there can be no doubt uh, an xbox launch without its um chief um banner child yeah yeah, yeah. poster child um is is a sour taste um do you, do you risk it? I don't know with such an important IP. Again, I don't know, but I I think that I think there's some value in releasing a multiplayer version or at least a beta. Let people play it, get the information from it, because it's only going to get better. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I I you know the fact that that's picked up. They must be listening to the podcast, mate. Definitely. <laughs> Speaking um, of Halo, by the way. Uh, Xbox literally tweeted four hours ago that uh, it was time to dust off the old needler. 
Halo, the Master Chief Collection, will be fully optimised on Series X and S. 120 frames per second in campaign and multiplayer, split-screen improvements, and up to 4K on Series X, available Bingo. for free to existing owners or those with Game Pass on November 17th. Ah, the gift that keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on fucking giving. So, yeah. So I, I, on that news, I don't think they release any infinite stuff early. I think they'll just farm that off and let people get intrigued with that to keep up appetites wet. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, um, docket wise, ooh, do... one we missed last week um, was um, Microsoft's The Initiative had hired two former Naughty Dog staff. Yeah, that's some fucking so... caliber at that studio now, like. Exactly. So Lee Davis, former Naughty Dogs head of Melee Animation, and Lauren Garcia, who was previously previously Naughty Dogs character shading technical director. So you've got to think that that that's some caliber that they're taking on there. Absolute fucking credence. There's some legacy at that studio now. Um, so yeah, there's some something's going to come from that. Oh, Actually, a lot a lot has to come from this. Yeah, a lot. So yeah, watch the space. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to touch on Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods, which is their DLC package, part one available now. So I might jump into that, I don't know, because Doom Eternal was that game that drove me to insanity. And I don't think it was quite as good as Doom 2016, but for for some reason it did something right, because I'm looking at the trailer for um, Old Gods, The Ancient Gods, sorry, and I'm like, whoo Talking about time to get back, baby. It's time to pick that <laughs> fucking sword up. Um, I'm just checking the dirt sheets now, Johnny, and I do believe we have had no big news while we were podcasting, which is always nice. Exactly, but we are earlier this year. We are like this, year? This, this year. year. this year. This year. <laughs> fucking hell. What are your plans for 2021, producer of the show, nice guy, Johnny? <laughs> I've got. I'm doing so much in 2021. <laughs> Right, that has been a fucking show and a half in record time, a record amount of news, arguably. I'm just going to go on record, Johnny. Strongest show we've done yet. That was a strong show. Strong show. Strong show. Boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. If you've enjoyed what's happened day to day, then all we could ask of you is to jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. Do tell a friend, tell a... Tell your gaming party, you know, tell whoever you want, tell your mum, I don't know, maybe she likes games, you know what I mean, it's 2020, stranger things have happened. Um, we are available on socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, search for The Franchise, because I think we're going to have to do something about this Johnny and social situation, like, we're going to have to work know, on this. I we're, know, I know, we'll, just... we'll talk about this off-cast, Johnny, but I think we're going to have to get you on this social game. Aye. So... Uh, search for the franchise P H R A N C H I Z E. Pardon the burp at the end. I've been drinking. The um, yeah. Anything you want to say? Any sort of feedback you've got on the show? Anything you want mentioned on the show? You know, anything like that. Just get in touch. Uh, that is the place to do it. Uh, we, you will often find us on Twitch Mondays, Wednesdays. Sundays, twitch.tv slash the franchise, where I play a whole host of games. Uh, a lot of the time, nice guy Johnny's there. 
as are the other two member of the fighting force, the Soldiers of Fortune, known only as the Skay Panthers. Uh, so, boys and girls, until next time, Liz. Say bye, Johnny. Sayonara. <laughs>